Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. An Erios production. Would I kill my own baby to save a village? Would I go back in time and kill Hitler? Would I take the promotion at work? With strings attached? Would I eat muffins for the rest of my life if it meant I didn't have to go to school? Would I have Satan's child? The Big Ones! Hi everybody and welcome to The The Big Big Ones. Ones! I'm Maria. And I'm Amanda. And this is The Big Ones. Each week, we discuss new ethical questions ranging from historical decisions to relationship problems to brain-busting moral choices. The questions can be difficult to discuss, but they're always fun to talk about because they force you to look deep, deep, deep with inside yourself. Will you like what you see? Paul Paul F. Tompkins. Oh my God, I'm on the Big Ones Podcast. (laughs) Can you believe we're back? How fun to hear that intro again. It's been such a long time, ladies. It's honestly an unhinged intro. As I was writing it, I was like, this is almost unhinged the way it's written. It is. <laughs> what do you like when you originally wrote it or Yeah, it's just so there's so there's so many different a thesaurus was used, you can tell. Um <laughs> that how you came up with brain busting. Yeah, there's not a lot of punctuation <laughs> it's like, and, then, and then asking the guest if they're gonna like what they see you know i like that though yeah it's it's absolutely like an intro you know this podcast really does put you <laughs> on the spot. when you're right you're right it is absolutely <laughs> an intro <laughs> but i think yeah we we have to put ourselves on the spot right we do have to yeah. think about these things yeah by the way, I don't know, about 10 minutes, until about 10 minutes ago, there was someone legitimately practicing opera, like two doors down. So I was nervous that this was going, that I was going to have an opera singer in one of my ears. Well, didn't they were good. sound like this? Yes, but it was a woman and she was, she was hitting all so the no. notes. It was, hmm? So no. <laughs> so no. Yeah, they didn't sound like a that. little more soprano. <laughs> Is a little more up here. That's exciting, Maria, though, that you have such fascinating neighbors. I know. It's kind of like, yeah, it's, it's you know, you never know what you're going to hear. I've never heard someone practicing opera in real life. It's something that would happen in a cartoon, you know, set in France. You know, having an opera singing neighbor is a lot like a box of chocolates. You Go never on. know what you're going to get. Here, which is what you just said. Did I really? Yes. I love how you listen. See? I, all that went right over my head. Yeah, I didn't know. I have no idea what I've said. That's what Amanda and I keep saying. Whatever we've said on this podcast, we don't stand by because we don't even remember saying it within like 10 seconds. There you go. It's true because I was actually thinking, well, God, we've done all the dilemmas. What the heck are we going to talk about today? And then I started going, we just go back and redo them because my yeah. I'm a different woman now. 
I have like, yeah. fully different opinions. For sure. You're four yeah. inches taller. I am. I'm four <laughs> inches taller. It's wild that you have not wider. stopped growing. <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't. No, I'm very, very, very tall. So we should say that the, we're doing this. It's kind of a one-off. You know, yeah. we're not, we don't want to get people too excited, <laughs> but we want to, we want to let people know that. And Paul, you can attest to this because you are a subscriber. Yes. Um, we have a Patreon that we've been doing for years and mm-hmm. it's wild over there. I mean, the Patreon page is a, is a wild place, but we wanted to let people know that we're still going you know, it, you know, three dollars a month, you're going to be able to hear us, just hear us. But for five dollars a month now, you'll be able to see us too. Yeah. And that's for two episodes a month. And these are like mm-hmm. it's Maria and I, and we're talking about our own little big ones. We're answering your little big ones. We're talking recipes. We're exchanging iced tea recipes. So mm-hmm. that that's the <laughs> yes, sort of stuff true. you can look forward to. That's true. Have you tried the um, the Barefoot Contessa iced tea yet? I haven't got my hands on any zingers or whatever it's called. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah, red zinger, red zinger, lemon zinger, apple juice. That's it, Paul. Three ingredients. I did not know there was a lemon. I knew of red zinger. I did not know there was any other zingers in the zinger family. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah, and I wonder, I guess they do have a little zing to them. I should hope so. <laughs> And this video is going to be over on the Patreon too, so you'll get to you'll get to see the three of us, right, Amanda? Oh, I hope so. I'm in bed. <laughs> this is where I work. Oh, from I'm in now. bed. Well, okay, but full, if you want to see the video, we're all in a big bed together. And Paul, this those is all look like diplomas behind yeah. you. Are those all your diplomas? Uh, I think absolutely none of them are diplomas. Oh, um, they, they are all, all they're like all diplomas. certificates of one kind or another. One is um, my uh, arrest report from when I got arrested for smoking on the subway when I was uh, 20 years old. Wow. Um, then the rest of it is just just a bunch of bullshit. There's a there's a, That's pro- fun. a proclamation for when it was Paul F. Tompkins Day in Oklahoma City. <laughs> what? Fun. <laughs> These was, are better than a diploma. That's freaking cool. It's pretty cool. No one knew that it was, by the way, because it's <laughs> there was a comedian I was working with who worked for the city council or something. And so, you know, you he had the 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 pull to make that happen. But it's like it's not like it was on the news or anything. You know what I mean? It's pretty there, much there was that a certificate parade. is the only proof of it. There was a right. parade. Yes. That's okay. Nice. There was a parade and I was the grand marshal. Oh, yeah. Long Beach has the Amanda Parade. That's just when you get out of your car and walk into your house? (laughs) There's some uh, wind instruments. (laughs) (laughs) I'll say no more. I bet you can figure it out. So, Paul, I mean, yes, we're hi. getting back into the swing of things. This is wild. We haven't done this in in a long time. Mm-hmm. And so Amanda and I did have to, I mean, I had to go back and listen to an episode to see what we even did. But we know now that we asked our guest if they had any little moral dilemmas that they had needed help with. Do oh, you have that? Is that still part of it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do have one. And this <gasps> is what's funny is I've had this one since... 
the last, I think, regular season that you guys did of the show. And I was like, next time I go on, on Big Ones, I have to talk about this. Wow. Perfect. Um, okay. And uh, man, I hope, it's been so long, I hope this is not something we actually did talk about, but uh, we'll no see. No one remembers. Okay. So, if you are in a relationship and your partner has some kind of drama, falling out, dust up, contretemps with someone else that you also know, right? Mm. Mutual friends. If your partner has forgiven that person and has moved on, do you also have to do that? Or do you, like me, Keep a grudge, a, a silent grudge mm. against that person. You're carrying the torch. Yes, which is like uh, my, my, the dilemma for me is, well, my partner has moved on and is fine and is no longer like thinking about this even but I can't let it go. I think this happens a lot in relationships because like when you're in one, your partner is sort of your sounding board. So you just can, if you're upset at someone or you have an issue with someone, everything that you're thinking in your head, you vomit onto your partner and it Mm -hmm. gets into them. And then I do this to Matt sometimes where then I'm over it because I just needed to kind of get it out and I move on. And he's left just holding all this shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, Taylor Swift says says Who is that, again? that you she's the, the biggest star in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's googling. <laughs> she says you you can forgive but you don't have to forget. Mm. Is what she says. Great but advice. I just <laughs> But I think that I think that it's your choice personally, you know, you can't force yourself to not feel something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, if you're holding on to it because you like the feeling of it, you like that rage. And I believe that's a thing. I believe some people do like to hold on to rage because it feels good to yeah. kind of like, ha- you know, for sure. So if you're, you're doing that, like that's your own personal battle. But if it's something where you feel that, that this person maybe isn't, the person you want to be friends with or like that you want, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's, that's where it gets that's a little where it gets difficult. Tricky because now, yeah. you know, your partner's saying, Oh, let's go to dinner with this person. And you're like, yeah. I don't want to hang out with them. That's where the tension comes in. And then yeah, your yeah, partner's, yeah. and now your partner's like, Oh God, well, I can't tell you anything anymore. Cause you're not going to let go of it ever. Yeah. That is, that yeah. has not been the case. That last part has not been the case with, with us, but there is, and it's not like when, you know, somebody like this, their name comes up that I'm automatically like, I fucking hate that person. You know, it is just a, of of like when I see that person, I can never forget. And it's more than, by the way, it's more than one person. It is anyone who has ever wronged my wife. Yeah. I think that's people I've never met. This is so romantic. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's something that, like, maybe you know, comes with the territory of being a partner of somebody, of like feeling that 
you know, you have to protect them. Mm-hmm. And knowing that this person's hurt them once, they might do it again. You know, fool yeah. me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, won't get, can't shame get fooled on again. me. Can't get fooled again. We won't get fooled again. That's right. Yeah, I think it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> I think, look... I don't know. This is hard because what do you it's like you can't tell your wife that like you don't want to hang out with that person anymore if they want to hang out with them. And it was their problem to start with. But he's not doing that. He's it's more internal for Paul. Yeah. So he's just internally going. I got your number, he's buddy. Seething. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. It's inter- it's internal except for one person who is not a mutual friend of ours. This is someone who insulted my wife in a professional capacity and every once in a while I am in a room with that person and it's the only person I've ever done this to where I intentionally like and this person I've met many times and then after this happened this is my approach is I fucking big time this dude so hard where he tries to be friendly with me and I'm like yeah hey man Ooh, I love and like it. he'll come mm-hmm, I like, like if he sees me after a show that I'm on or something like that he's like hey that was really funny I'm like thanks <gasps> and then I've I like I won't say his name I leave the room immediately I give him like just a dead eyed you know greeting um, I will not greet him unless he says hello to me of course yeah um, and it's like I will never I can't even pretend with this dude yeah. does he know what he's done because this is a this is another thing. You know, sometimes people say things when they're younger or do things and they're not aware. You know, this they're not aware. This was somebody who is old enough to know better. It okay. was a it was a uh an intentional insult and mm. there's no way around it. It's not like <laughs> right. oh, I yeah. made a mistake. It's like there was planning that was involved in order for this moment to happen. And wow. it it fills me with rage Ooh. when I think about it. Did he know that she was your wife? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, this, you know, it's like I'm watching But I bet he doesn't show. even, he, this guy's a fucking psychopath, right? And I bet okay. he doesn't even remember. Yeah. Right? You know? Yeah. yeah. This reminds me right now, I'm watching this show called The Gold and it's um, about like a, a real gold heist in London. And so they're talking about like South London and all like kind of like the the criminals down there and then when you're married or with one of the criminals it's like that's johnny's wife you know like no one messes with her you know and there's this i have this idea of like janie's walking down the street and everyone kind of moves out of her way like it's pft's wife (laughs) (laughs) look i think it's completely fine to have you know if you feel that way to to kind of hold on to that protective nature as long as it doesn't put her in a situation where she doesn't want to be in. Exactly. That is always the thing that uh, I have to be mindful of, except with this one guy where I was like, it doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I actually love it. And I want to do it. I want to be like that more. I think I'm going to try to like, start. yeah, because like, 
<laughs> because now that Matt's like on the Conan podcast and stuff, you know, he's got mm-hmm. like he just has so many Instagram followers and all that stuff. And there's just like, you know, just like get the wackos making weird comments sometimes like when I post a picture of him because now there's like 5% of his followers follow me. Yeah. And so I get these like weird random people saying sometimes like I think they're trying to be funny, but they're saying mean things because they don't understand what funny means. And I just like I always block them and I just feel so good when I block them. And then sometimes I like go to my blocked list and I just like look at it and I'm like try to like look at their <laughs> lives and I like I wonder if they know that I blocked them. But I think I might start. The thing is, I don't want to engage with them because then it brings more attention to their whatever weird thing they're saying. Yeah. Um, but it does. It feels really good to block them. And I do want to start sort of I think it's really cool in a relationship when when the couple you could just tell they're like thick as thieves and they're gonna like defend the other person you know yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. like that a lot yeah look yeah. I'm not a Tom Schwartz you know what I'm saying <laughs> the Vanderpump people out <laughs> Maria there Maria doesn't get it Maria I know I get it. it I get it I I don't watch it but I get it oh do you I don't watch it okay oh, yeah because I do it. get it explain I, it I get that Tom Schwartz is best friends with Tom Sandoval. Oh, God. It's even sadder that she doesn't watch it, but she knows. (laughs) I can't win either way. (laughs) Wait, Amanda, do you watch it? Yeah. Oh, my God. Did you know that, that Janie and I watched all of it over the last couple months? Oh boy, no. <laughs> we we didn't know anything about this show, right? All we knew was the word scandoval. That was it. <laughs> and so I, somehow it came up with with Martin Garrow, Melissa Stetton. We were at a gathering together and I don't know how we got to talking about it, but they said uh you know what? You have to start watching it from the beginning. <laughs> And we're like it's 10 seasons <laughs> and they said that's what we did we got caught up to like the, the middle of the 10th season when they took like the break and then we had to watch it in real time and it was like agonizing so we knew we started that night we watched the first one and like this show is fucking stupid and then we watched another one and then and then we were in and so we <laughs> we watched it every day <laughs> To the point where we called it going to work. Oh my god! I bet <laughs> it's like you we got to get back to work. We got to like get back to work. Permanently nauseous for a month. Yeah, <laughs> and we got we got caught up. And uh, honestly, we we avoided. I cannot believe we avoided so many spoilers. And we must have seen stuff when it was happening. Although it did happen earlier this year, and I quit Twitter the first of the year. Okay. So that's where I would have seen the majority of it for sure. Like by accident would have seen stuff about it. So we managed to avoid spoilers and we got all caught up and I, I can't, I can't believe that we did it. And I can't believe that I actually kind of miss it. (laughs) It's disgusting. Mm -hmm. And I feel weird knowing so much about it. I know. I know. I'm with you. I mean, I watch a couple of reality shows and actually this could be a whole episode talking about big ones and like reality TV, because I'm constantly kind of like embarrassed that I watch it. <laughs> well, we I, we were never reality watchers. And the first, the only show that we watched was Southern Charm, yeah. which we started watching because it was set in Charleston, where Janie grew up. And so we're like, let's watch this. And it's, you know, it's so boring. And these people are so, <laughs> they're so not interesting. And so then after watching Vanderpump Rules and getting caught up on that, 
we got caught up in that in time for the new season of Southern Charm. We watched the first episode of the new season. Like, this is nothing. This is yeah. not a show. And you're like, it's fake because their drama is <laughs> yeah. so real. And now everything else seems so fake. Anyway, yeah. Maria, watch it. If you have, you know, I watched time. like the first two seasons. I remember back way back when, but then I, you know, no, I get it. I get, I get that. I, um, that I'm really not on the Bravo train. I did watch real housewives of New Jersey. And when I was into that, um, like 10 years ago, that was the most thrilling TV I'd ever seen in my <laughs> yeah, life. That's a, that's a good one. It really, truly was. Um, well, anyway, why don't we... Did we usually take a break? Did we take like a commercial break here? I, I can't remember like, where I we, feel like we did take a commercial break, but it's like, why? I guess there might be an ad here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Let's just do like a quick break. And then like, if there's an ad in there, that's great. If there's not, like, don't be embarrassed for us. Like, we're aware. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I just feel like sometimes we're like, let's take a break. And then it just goes right into it. Like, it's like, oh, they couldn't even sell one ad. And it's like, well, no, like, we know, we know, we know. Okay. Well, bye bye. (laughs) Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds. And I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. (laughs) Okay, we're back. And we're, we're back. back. And we're back. Okay, I gotta say, I'm very excited about today's big one. Great. Okay, this is a world we have not gotten into on the podcast before. So um, I'm just gonna dive right in and I'm gonna say it from the heart. Okay, here we go. You're a girl on the go in your late 30s. Sure, you've got it all the career, the apartment. But the one thing you don't have is true love. But you find it. OMG. This guy, he's got everything. He's handsome. He's sensitive, career-driven, and he wants a family. Sure, it's he's not perfect. He's a little moody. He's not a morning guy. He doesn't really, he's not really into beach vacays. But you've been dating now for six months and you think he's going to pop the question. He invites you over to his house. And when you walk in, there's candles everywhere. Oh my God, this is the moment. And then he opens his bedroom and you're startled to see a coffin. He walks up to you and he says, I've got something to tell you. I'm a vampire. Do you stay with him and risk (laughs) and risk it all for love? Or do you dump his blood sucking ass and and move on and get back on the dating apps? Wow, that came from the heart. That that, was that came from the heart for sure. That came from the heart. Absolutely. That was heartfelt. I have so many questions. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> did 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 this gal on the go find this vampire through the dating apps? 
yeah, I, may, I think they maybe met on the apps, but she did. Okay. So this is the thing. We can talk out some of the finer details because I don't think yeah. he's he's a vampire like how we think of vampires. Like he doesn't eat people. He's got some sort of true blood situation going or maybe he does animals. Um, but he's like normal. Like <laughs> I do animals. <laughs> I only do. I only do animals. I only do animals. I only do animals. <laughs> I I think it's like he can't. To me, it's like he can't. He's not nocturnal fully, but like he's not going to go to Hawaii. Like he'd rather go to London. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> what a funny distinction. <sighs> Just imagining those conversations. Uh, I know like they're trying to plan vacations. <laughs> yeah. This is interesting because at first, at first glance, you go, you know, you go, well, if I really love this person, you know, maybe we could make it work. Maybe. Well, I, yeah. I mean, because we do have to know how would this affect the day to day? How how does this d- does this impact their relationship in any way other than I'd rather go to London than Hawaii? Yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah. I, for me, the first thing I think of is the dining out situation because vampires don't eat food. Right. Oh, that's big. Yeah. You yeah. don't get to have like shared meals together. And I guess there always is a little fear, right? About that. Maybe he's going to slip. Maybe he'll slip up mm-hmm. and he'll get a taste for you know, human blood and he won't be able to go, go, you know, just do animals. Has this, uh, has this vampire ever had human blood before? I think so. This is what I was thinking. It's like he was kind of raised, you know, drinking human blood, mm-hmm. but he's made traditional his, background. Yeah. Yeah. Traditional. Yeah. And maybe his family is still kind of like up to that. But he himself, you know, as an adult, he's wanted to live in society. So he is not, he probably hasn't had it in like 10 years. So he's 10 years human blood sober. Yeah. Okay. And how old is he? Is he immortal? Oh, that's a good question, actually. I didn't even think of that. (laughs) Paul. (laughs) Amanda's not even answering. Her eyes are just starting back and forth. The question is so good. (laughs) Because the immortality thing... Is a pretty big deal, actually. That's maybe even bigger than him drinking blood. Well, that to me is always the downfall of 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 like stories that involve an immortal person having a romance with uh, a a mortal person. Is that wait, you're five hundred years old and I'm twenty six? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's gross. Yes, I don't like that. Yeah, maybe he's kind of like they're on the same age. They're like he's aging. Like he can kind of age with her. Okay. I think, but then maybe he'll kind of like reset. You know, he gets to kind of control Aww. how he looks and stuff. Right. You know what I mean? Like he gets to After control how he dies. looks. Like, like like he'll age and get old with her, and then when she dies, he'll kind of like go back to his looking like. Well, he's that's 39. not. I don't think we can. That that's that's not. That's a loophole. Amanda, okay. That's okay, not how vampires right. work. So I guess he is. He's immortal, but he can still age with her. I like don't that idea, though, for something else. For like I don't think script. they age. <laughs> I know. You don't think that they, they don't age? They can't, they can't. Traditionally, they don't. They, yeah. they stay the age they were bitten at. Well, I'm not going to like that. 
Um, okay, so they were bitten probably at like age 30, Amanda. Are we going to say like... I, I mean, I was thinking that they more like you have... A, this is the other thing. It's like if you have a kid with this person, are they going to be a vampire? I mean, can they have... Can vampires have children? Do they still have the stuff? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I think they... Well, I mean, I haven't seen the Twilights, but I know they do have... I've seen... Oh, actually, I've seen two of right. the Twilights. But the Twilights... Um, the Twilight vampires, I think, deviate a lot from traditional vampire lore. But I don't know, because they play baseball just like all the other vampires in history. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But I guess that's kind of what I, you know what? I didn't even think of Twilight. This is kind of like the Twilight dilemma. Mm -hmm. Um, Because Mm -hmm. that's kind of how I imagine them. They're like, they can have kids. Like you could have a semi-normal life with this person, but they're going to be drinking blood. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Should we do a quick improv to kind of see what this would be, what this would be like? Um, Maybe Paul, you could be the vampire Amanda, maybe one of us is like the girl and the other one's the best friend or something exactly like that. Exactly what I was thinking. And you're kind of introducing them. Like maybe they're engaged, okay? And But we're telling okay. you about that like we're, he's a vampire and then the best friend's kind of like interrogating him on the girl's behalf, you know? <laughs> okay. And my name will be um, like Tina. Okay, do you want to be the best friend or the fiance? I'd like to be the best friend. Okay. And you're, you can be Tina, and I'm going to be um, Lauren. And then, Paul, okay. what's your vampire? What's your, your guy's name? Remember, um, he's 130 years old. Right. Louis Darkwood. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> well, it's uh, glad you could join us. Uh, it's so nice to meet one of... Uh, I can't remember my girlfriend's name. What's the name again? Uh, Lauren. Lauren. I, I, it so, is so great to meet so you. So great to finally meet one of Lauren's friends. I know. It oh. is. I I am just like, you were so much more handsome than Lauren oh, let on. You are just, please. you're so handsome. I, you two are so cute. I told her you were so handsome. Um, but we should probably get a bottle of champagne because we have some news. Yes. Stop. Stop. <laughs> You'll only need two glasses, obviously. <laughs> Right. Oh my God! Congratulations! I put you a ring too. on it. Thank you. This well, so fu- should we do a toast? Um. Yes. Yes. Uh, I have a little flask. Hold on a second. Let me just a flask. Oh, Lauren. Yes. Yeah, okay. he doesn't really drink. Um, he doesn't drink. Oh, he does. Drink, well, let me but... have a swig. I'll take a swig. Uh, you're not gonna like it. Come on, let me have a swig. No, I'm a cool I don't gal. Think you're gonna. I know you. You seem very cool, but I don't think you're going to like this. Tina, oh come on, Lauren! Tina, give me the, stop! Give me the Tina, flash. just let go of it, okay? Tina, <laughs> Tina, I command you. <laughs> Look into my eyes, Tina. Don't talk to her like that. Stop touching the glass. <laughs> Wait, what's going it's okay. on? Uh, baby, Why it's are okay. You it's t- the thing. I. It's the thing I can do. I know. What but, are you two being Tina, so possessive about? You are under my thrall. Oh, am I? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> I, oh, okay, okay. Release my wrist. Honey, just stop, okay? Okay, all right. Just tell her what just happened. What just happened? What just, I just blacked out. Okay. What's going on? I just, Louis Darkwood, what's your? Yeah, you know. Louis Darkwood, can you just 
tell her. Tell All right, me what. Tina, this uh, glass is not filled with something that you would like to drink. It's filled with it's blood. It, huh? Zebra blood. What? I'm well, a, wait a minute. Yes, I'm a vampire. But not like Hold not on. like the vampires you're thinking of. I mean, no, he's like, no, no, no. He's like a 21st century vampire. Yeah, I only do animals. I only do animals. Uh, well, I, I, hold on a minute, Lauren. You can't marry a vampire. I, I mean, he could snap at any moment. He could. Yeah, he's he's drinking zebra blood now. But what if he just gets like really hungry or something like that? I mean, your life is on the line. And who's to say you're not going to turn yourself into a vampire? Well, <laughs> that's a common misconception. You actually can't turn yourself into a vampire. Okay, n- enough mincing words. You knew what I meant. Listen, he has. This is had... your best friend. All right. I mean, we knew people were going to have concerns. Okay. What it's about true. children, Lauren? What are you going to have? A demon baby? Hey. Well, aren't you? You don't have a soul, right? Give him a mirror. Let me see his reflection. Do you have a soul? How do we know that anyone has a soul? It's a good you, question. You're sounding really ignorant right now, Tina. I want you to be happy and have a normal life. And you're putting your you're you're setting yourself up to to just to have to deal with a lot. Listen, I've kissed a lot of frogs. And Lewis Darkwood is the first guy in like 10 years who treats me like a queen. I mean, I come home every day and he's He's cooked me like a three-course meal even though he doesn't even eat a bite. He rubs my feet every night. Like, I think self re- you've got self-respect issues is what why, I think. Why? What is wrong with him other than the fact that he drinks blood? He's honestly a catch. Well, what about his friends? He goes to therapy. He's a high earner. He's one of the most sweet and sensitive guys I've ever met. Thank you. All right. Well, if you guys are happy, I'm not going to stop that. But it does terrify me a little bit. And well, I, thanks, you know, Tina. I listen, what we have is a good, solid relationship. And okay. I see not the rest of my life, obviously, uh, with Lauren, but, um, you know, a good uh, the rest of her life for sure. And our children will be long lived and I'll make sure that they have happy lives. You know, I'll be in their lives forever uh, unless something terrible happens. Um, like if the, if the people in the town find out my secret. So uh, by the way, please don't tell anyone. Um, well, she's got a blog. Well, I don't. Yeah. I've got a blog. Okay. But you don't, you're not, it's not like you have to put everything in the blog. That yes, I hear. do. It's, it's every day. Every day I have a little poem at the top of my blog and it says, every day my life is here, you will hear everything. So help me God. It's beautiful. It doesn't rhyme, but. No, poems don't have to rhyme. But, 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 but Tina, this is not your life. This is our life. <sighs> but would yeah. you offici- officiate our wedding? Yeah, please. That's why of we. <laughs> of course. You're my best friend. And Louis, may I just ask. How many wives have you had? Tina. Oh. I need to know. I need to know. How many I'm, loves of your life have you had, Lewis? It's, see, 30. All right, Lauren, did you hear 30? it? Wait, Lauren, you, did you, you hear it? You told me 29. I thought well, it was you would 29. Be 30. You would okay. be 30. Yeah. 
Yeah, okay. I'm well aware of Lewis Darkwood's history, okay? We've talked okay. about all this stuff. I know. I he knows know. my body count, okay? <laughs> okay. It's one, and it was in college. That's right. I was experimenting. <laughs> and scene. <laughs> that was helpful. <laughs> I, I honestly thought it wasn't Maria. You were asking some good questions. Mm. And I Thank think you. Lewis Darkwood seems like a stand-up guy, honestly. I think so, too. I You know what? I kind of am going the other way, though. I'm putting myself in the, the position of the girl. I'm not putting myself in the position of the friend. If it was my friend, I'd be okay with it, okay? Mm. If it was my friend, I'd go like, you know what? You do you. We're all cool. I'll keep it a secret. But if I'm the girl... I'm not dealing with it. I'm so sorry, but I do think I do think that it's a it's a little too much. And the fact that the only thing that Lewis Darkwood is doing that's like really great is rubbing her feet and cooking her dinner. That's only two. Well, things, I. Though. Yeah, I mean, it's I at, just think that, like, you know, I just think she needs a little more self respect. Maybe I just think for me, I'm I'm gonna stay with Lewis Darkwood because. If I'm putting myself in the position of I'm Lauren and Lauren has a really bad dating history, like the yeah. other guys she's dated are total assholes. And Lewis Darkwood is respectful. He's never cheated on 30 wives. He's never cheated on any of them. It's impressive. Like he's been. So he, he says. He's so a monogamous, he says. though. He's a long term so monogamous. He, he wants to settle down. And so I think I'm like, go for it. I really am. I, I'm my final answer is go for it. I feel like what it comes down to is. How with 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 all things being sort of manageable, how much can you can you stand the idea that your partner drinks blood yeah. and does not eat food will out will definitely outlive you. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is the 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 sort of basic primal fear of this is a supernatural creature. Yeah. And I don't know, even though this this being has sworn uh, to be um, that I am safe and has shown no violent tendencies towards me or to anyone else, do I really trust that ultimately? Also, they're not going to age with you. So you're going to you're going to age all alone Mm -hmm. and they're going to keep looking 30 like they will be 40. they'll be older than you but they won't have had they won't have experienced the ravages of age uh yeah. internally and externally the way you will. You're going to lose commonality. I mean, not I guess not intellectually because they're so old, but just in your experience of like what life will become because mm-hmm. he'll be like, Hey, let's go to London again. And you'll be like, you know, well, I can't, you know, I'm not feeling up to it anymore. But I think when and then he'll start hanging out at the college. I think when you have eternal life, you, he's okay. Cause it's a drop in the bucket for him. So he can accept that. Like, he doesn't get to travel and he's going to be at your level. Like he, he's been through it 29 times. So he knows what it means to age. And he knows like that, that is precious, even though your relationship's going to change and he won't change. What if we reduce, what if we say the vampirism is, uh, a, an actual medical condition, right? So it's not supernatural. It's a rare medical condition Mm. where you can only drink blood and you do age very slowly. 
right? So like people with this disease, they're long lived. They're not immortal, but they're definitely going to live longer than you. And the only sustenance they can take is some form of blood. Is that, is that something that you, and then, and then maybe there is like a sort of uh, the possibility of like murderous violence or something, but it's not a guarantee, but you, you never know. The two of you will never know if that's a possibility or not. That sort of, to me, seals the deal, I guess. And, and, uh, <laughs> if I knew that my partner, <laughs> it was like a ticking time bomb that may or may not go off. I guess I would probably say, part, I'm not going to marry that anyone? Right? Well. <laughs> okay, we got to do final answers. Paul, what do you think? Because we got to get to our, our dear big ones. I, I think it would be a no for me. I think it would yeah. be a no for me. But you know no, what? I'm also too. speaking from the vantage point of being like a full grown adult. Mm-hmm. And if I were younger, the romance of it or whatever, you know, like th- when you're younger, you think you think everything is going to be forever. You know what I mean? And so if I were younger, I'd probably do it because I, I would love the drama of it. But me now, like, no, I would not. I don't think I would do it. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm still like I'm going to go for it because we're also kind of discounting you're in love. True, but that's yeah. why I say, like, at this point, because it, it gets into the idea of are you really in love or are you just in love with this this dramatic thing that's happening? It's like when people cheat, you know, and mm-hmm. it's like, I have to be, Scandival, um, I, I have to be <laughs> with this person, whatever. It's like, do you really have you really stopped to think about this? Because if you like, I always think that if Janie and I had a problem, we would say to the other person, I have a problem before we would like step out on our own relationship. And so, you know, I, 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 I like to think that I, that's what I would do rather than get caught up in like a crazy emotional you know, movie in my head of like, I have to be with this person and sneak around and shit like that. So it's like, as an adult, I would hope that's what I would do. And I would hope I would say, you know what? It's not worth being, uh, even though I have strong feelings for this vampire, it is not worth being with them because there's too many, too many factors that me soberly looking at it, I'm saying it's not worth it. It's not worth it. It's going to add too much turmoil to your yeah. life and your other relationships. I totally yeah. get that. It's not I, agree. Worth the risk. I, I, I agree. I agree. It's just too much. It's too much. Unless you want the, unless you want the headache, you know, unless you're on board for the headache, go, go, you know, be my guest, but I'm not on board for the headache. Now, if it was a mummy, that's a different story. <laughs> no. Save it for the next one. A sexy lady mummy. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, Amanda, we had that idea for a kid show. Oh, called yeah. um, mummy, mummy dearest, De- mummy dearest, and it was um, kids whose mom was a mummy, but she was like a like really fun and like yeah, she yeah. was fun, but she was full mummy, you great, know, with great like figure, great figure though. Oh, so like a a milf, yeah, mummy eyed <laughs> with two M's. Okay, here's <laughs> a milf. Yeah, <laughs> here is a dear big ones that comes in from one of our sweet listeners, dear big ones. 
I hope this is still a good email to reach you. I love the two of you so much. Your podcast has gotten me through so many sleepless nights, long flights, sad days, and long drives. Thank you for everything you do, and please never stop. Anyway, on to my little big one. I recently had a small vacation in New York City. One night, I left my hotel room to go grab a couple of slices of dollar pizza. On my way back to the elevator in the hotel lobby, suddenly on the floor next to me, I spotted about $200 to $250 in $20 bills. A split-second decision took place. Do I take the cash or do I turn it in? Being that it was a busy hotel in New York City, if someone else had found it, I assume it would have been in a pocket quickly. The first thing I always think when I find money is, ooh, a freebie. But then the second thing I always think is, what if this was someone's food money, rent money, etc.? I decided I would turn it into the concierge. But I also decided in the moment that I deserved a finder's fee. I quickly (laughs) slipped a single $20 bill under my pizza box and handed the rest of the wad of cash to the concierge. I figured the person that lost it would be grateful to have the $230 back versus no money. (laughs) He looked at me like I had three heads when I said this was on the ground. I walked away with my pizza and my $20 feeling pretty good about myself. But then the concierge came running after me and said, Miss, Miss, where did you find this? Meanwhile, he's touching his pockets. I point to the spot and he says, it must have slipped out of my pocket. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. When the $20 I took was some unnamed faceless person's money, I felt good. But once I saw this man in front of me patting his pockets, suddenly I felt terrible. Should I just have given him the $20 right there, apologize for thinking I was entitled to a finder's fee? Or was he hustling me and his coworkers into thinking it was his all along? Pause here. Whatever your answer is, would you mind... Would would your mind change if you knew I spent the twenty dollars on beers at the Cape Berlant show later that night? <laughs> <laughs> wow, 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 wow! My that was a roller coaster. <laughs> Damn. I don't think you should. T- I don't think. Look, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money in a busy hotel. I would have returned it all. I would have just gone like, hey, I found this. You know, it just is what it is. Yeah, it's like you you could pocket some, but it's like at the end of the day, the guilt isn't worth it to me to like do anything. I also feel like you don't so, deserve a finder's fee if you're if you're not sure that the person's going to get their money back. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, that's not like a guarantee if you hand it off to someone else that they're not just going to take it. By the way, I don't, I'm very torn on whether or not this concierge, because on the one hand, he could just say, uh, oh, thank you very much, and then take the money anyway. The fact that he went, you know, and chased her down and was like patting yeah. his pockets and everything, like, who is that? Either that's real or it's a big show for somebody. That that's But why do the show? At. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. That's why I almost think it was his money, because if yeah, it wasn't, so it's really weird that he would do that and you know concierge probably getting tips yeah. um, or has mm-hmm. change for people so yeah. uh, it, it is really strange and like I agree I'm like the finder's fee and you know I'm all about the freebies but the freebies have to just fall into your lap and it doesn't really include money on the ground unless it's like yeah I think $50 or under yeah 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 um because uh, I think when it's a big amount of money, you know the person who dropped it is going to notice and come back for it. Yeah. If yeah. it's like $20 or under, 
$40 or under, I feel like people probably aren't, no, they're not getting that back. But right. um, yeah, I think the finest well, fee. Well, I would. I'd want it. If I dropped $40 in the elevator, I'd sure as heck go to the concierge and be like, did anyone find $40? It's just not likely yeah. that you'll. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I I, mean, if that happened to me, I'd be like, I wish I had that $40, but it is gone forever. Right. Wow. Well, but maybe if we all thought that we should all return, you know, I'm thinking like if it's a dollar on the street, like on a busy street, that's like, yeah, you pick it up. But I think if it, anything on like a busy street, it's like, I don't think that person's getting it back. If it's in a hotel and I think they said like the elevator or so, it's like, well, yeah, I think you do return. I think that's, you know, you're within the confines of a space you know I think it's that's not the like right. I, I, maria i absolutely agree with you i think that's the right thing to do but we're talking about would you assume that that money has gone forever and i would assume that money has gone forever i it would never occur to me to go to the concierge yeah. and say you know did anybody find 40 dollars? but yeah i feel like of of all people of the people in a hotel it makes sense that the concierge would have a wad of cash um mm-hmm. What the fuck is going on? I'm getting a phone call and it's taking over my entire screen. Whoa. That actually like just that be all. important. That just happened to me. No, by the way, no phone call I ever get is important. It is all no. spam. <laughs> no. it's I, all my, spam. My mailbox became full in this last month because I was getting so many spam yeah. uh, voicemails. It's all bullshit. It yeah. makes me furious. And people call all day long. All day. I hate, I hate phone all day. calls. I don't get my Same voicemails. Area code. No. I barely get my phone calls. Like I'll get voicemails like four days later. Um, yeah. They don't even pop up in my voicemail. Like yeah. I don't even receive them because I get bad service. But um, I think yeah. the, it doesn't change. Okay, so the finder's fee, I, I think the concierge probably was telling the truth. I think it's really nice you handed it in. I think the finder's fee was pushing it because it's not like someone hired you to find their money and said you can have 10% yeah. if you find it. I um, don't feel like... Yeah, sorry, go ahead a minute. Oh, no. And I was just going to say, lastly, the Kate Berlant thing. The beer <laughs> money's not going into Kate's pocket. That's right. Mm. That's right. You're just helping the venue. Um, although, maybe Kate shoplifted that beer for them. <laughs> okay. I'm a listener. Um, <laughs> I feel like you don't do... You don't do a good deed expecting a reward, and you certainly don't preemptively assume mm-hmm. that reward from on behalf of the person before you've even done it. That's so funny if if they did hand back the entire two hundred and fifty dollars or whatever, and then as they were handing it back, they went, and c- can I just keep twenty? <laughs> <laughs> but I think that they got what was coming to them because not like it's even that bad to keep 20, but the fact that they then had to face the person and now that person yeah. is going to pro- know that you took their $20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that right there is like, yeah. 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 If they I, know exactly how much money they had, because it's, it is possible that in that job you would just be putting, yeah. you know, money in your pocket and not, you wouldn't count until the end of the night, you know? But I would I, go and tip him without him knowing later. I'd ask him for, you know, some sort of restaurant recommendation and I'd go and here, thank you for your time. There you go. I and think then I would also pass a note saying this was actually yours the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> but I got to say, I love this question. This was seriously like, thank you for writing in because mm-hmm. that was a ride for me. Yeah. Well, this was fun. Man, it was fun getting back. This feels like home. 
Yeah. It really That's does. Sweet. Thank you, Paul. Thank you for of taking course. the time. And yeah. And everyone join the Patreon. Yes. You got Paul, to. you like it? Do you I like it the over there? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's so That's nice. Like I really I love hearing you guys hanging out and talking. Uh I love all these weird polls that you do. <laughs> yeah. It really makes me we smile. Do polls. It really makes me smile. Um yeah, the Patreon's great. And it's extremely reasonable. It, yeah. I think so. Mm-hmm. It's three. It's again, you know, go over there. We're just starting up video this month. This is going to come out at the beginning of October. Starting this month, we're doing, we're just starting video. So you're getting right in there. Five bucks a month, you get two video episodes. Three bucks a month, you get two audio episodes. I mean, let's just try it out. Just Why, try you know, it out. Try it out. If you try don't like it, it you can cancel it. Yeah. Anytime. Treat yourself. Try it out. Yeah. And I'm telling you, hundreds of hours of content. Maybe that's pushing it, but it is. It's since like 2018. Wow, that's <laughs> 2019. That's true. You try, yeah. Get on there now, and you got a whole back catalog. <laughs> yes, you do. Well, Paul, do you have a, what? What are you doing? You've got so much going on. Do you want to? Do you want to tell anyone about anything? I really do, and I want to tell people that I'm doing shows in. Brooklyn at the Bell House. I'm doing my variety show, Variatopia, and that will be the 14th and 15th, Saturday and Sunday of October. Um, and the early shows are sold out, but there's still some tickets left for the late shows. Um, and then I'm going to be bringing Variatopia for the first time to Charleston, South Carolina. Um, Fun. Going to be doing shows at Music Farm. Uh, there's a 7 p.m. and a 9 p.m. Um, and tickets are still available for that. Uh, that is November 17th, uh, Charleston, South Carolina. And of course, I don't know when this people will be hearing this, but, uh, Monday, the 9th of October, super ego and wild horses joining forces. We haven't done this in a long time. We were going to do it right before lockdown happened, right before quarantine. We were going to do the show and then had to cancel it. We're doing, we're teaming up and improvising a murder mystery, at Dynasty Typewriter, uh, Monday the 9th, and that will be live-streamed as well. Ooh. That sounds like a lot of fun. Go to paulftompkins.com slash live and get the ticket! (laughs) (laughs) Well, you guys, this has been a joy. How did we end these? I just can't. We just said, well, we did it. And then we would say, well, I'll just, (laughs) I'm going to say it. I said, you don't have to cut this. Thank you so much for listening to. And then we all right. say. That and that's what we do on the Patreon, too. Yeah. So that makes sense that we did it here. All right. Well, thank we you, Paul. don't say Patreon edition. Yes. Yes. That's oh, my right. God. Thank you. I'm going to be. I'm going to. What do you say when you're embarrassed? I'm going to have a. Egg you on say, my face. Egg on my face. That's what I was thinking of. Egg on my face. But I won't. Thank you all for listening to. The, the Big Powered by ACAS. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.